Hey, this is great, man. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. I'm not entirely sure that I've had enough rum to allow that kind of thing. What are you people? On dope? It's perfect! I won't have to change this at all! Welcome to RenegadeTalk.fm in Maui. It's Extraterrestrial Day, ETs. Here, you're listening to Extraterrestrial Contact, the portal to the cosmos. With Marla, Janet, and Sasha from Extraterrestrial, the portal, the to portal to the cosmos. Oh, it's all back to me. Yeah. yeah, you don't even have to say anything. Extraterrestrial Contact. Welcome, contactees. Here we are together again. You're listening to Extraterrestrial Contact. The portal to the cosmos. We have a very interesting show today. Tell all your friends. Thank you for the download, Renegade Nation. We really appreciate everything. Hi, Sasha. Aloha. Hello, Janet. Aloha. And how was your extraterrestrial week? <laughs> Amazing. And where'd you go? Any place that I should uh, be aware of? Oh, I went to Alpha Centauri and back. Mm-hmm. Alpha Centauri, what's up there? Anything happening? Um... Very sexy people. Very, oh, you, you found sexy people on Alpha Centauri? Yes. Did uh. you know that E.T. sightings, um, there was an article, E.T. sightings make people feel sexy. That's what I heard, too. Yeah. I, I saw one the other day, and I got real sexed out. <laughs> I did. And then what did you do? I went to Whaler's Village. And what did you do there? I went to the ABC store and bought some uh, oil. Uh, and what did you do with that? I'm not going to tell you it's a secret. All right. <laughs> and in my dirty little mind. Anyway, we thought we'd play a little bit of Twilight music. You like that, Sasha? I, I caught you off guard there. You're smiling. Sure. <laughs> Go for it. Anyway, today on the show, we're going to be uh, talking about, and uh, Sasha and Janet found this, very interesting subject matter today, Renegade Nation. Uh, President Eisenhower, most of you probably don't remember who he was. He was before Kennedy. Am I right in that, Sasha? Correct. Yeah, and he was the general that led the uh, armed forces in World War II, and he was a decorated hero and general, and then he became president of the United States. The one thing that most of you, including myself, uh, did not know about was that uh, General Dwight D. Eisenhower sold out the human race in, in a pack with rogue extraterrestrials. Now, think about that, and then in today's news, and you can see this on Yahoo or wherever, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna be talking about it, Americans favor President Obaminable to defend against space aliens, that he would be able to help us in case we were invaded. So I know that Abominable will take care of me because he's going to take care of me in the health care plan, and I will be protected against the aliens that invade Earth. <laughs> That's because he's a Democrat, and the Republicans uh-huh. sold us out. Yeah, yeah. So we had a Republican with Eisenhower, right? And he sold us out to the aliens. And then Obama, the Democrats, sold us out to the aliens. So Renegade Nation, you will be part of the alien nation at Renegade Nation. (laughs) Yes. That's what they sound like. Just like that. (laughs) I'm just thinking about uh, Romney. Romney, Romney's going to defend us too. He looks like an alien. He's, he's going to buy. He's going to buy. He's going to buy them out. But anyway, we're going to get. He's got plenty of money. So Sasha and Janet had a great extraterrestrial week. Okay. And yeah, say, you can say. Okay. Hi. Yeah. You know. Thank uh, you. <laughs> we had a great week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hi, Janet. 
Hey. Hi, Rich. Hey, how are you? Are you the best rich you can be? I am the best rich. I was the best rich last night. You just saw what I did. I may have made a video of it. Might put it up on YouTube. He was busy down at, I was banging at the an alien. Hula Grill, oh. entertaining people. I entertained oh. half the place. They yeah. love me. They want me to come back. I know. Anyway. Um, it was horrifying. Yeah. I, <laughs> Anyway, Eisenhower, President Eisenhower, most of you weren't around at the time that uh, he was the president, um, and Sasha's going to get into this. This is absolutely phenomenal um, information, Sasha. This is going to blow the lid off of everything, especially with Obama protecting us from the aliens. I mean, this is absolutely unbelievable. He sold out, Eisenhower sold out us, the human race, to these rogue extraterrestrials. And in addition to that, Eisenhower, his name is Ike, by the way. They called him Ike. Yeah, Ike. Ike. I like Ike. Yeah, I like mm -hmm. Ike. And other top brass... Uh, at the Murak Airfield meeting with extraterrestrials. This happened, Renegade Nation, on February 20th and 21st, 1954, and it was attended by wise men group of four members of civil society, and that is those who were not politicians, intelligent agents, or members of the armed forces, all in their 80s. They were Gerald Light, a metaphysicist scientist, Edwin Nurse, a, a leading econ uh, economist, James uh, Francis McIntyre, bishop and head of the Catholic Church in Los Angeles, well, that figures. and Franklin Winthrop Allen, a well-known journalist, and they were all there. So um, I'm going to have Sasha take over about uh, where Michael Sala was the person who found this out and wrote the story about it. Is, is that correct? Yeah, um, he interviewed a lot of people, including um, a, a fellow whose father was there as one of the military observers. And evidently, Ike had two meetings, first with tall Nordics, uh, led by uh, the Anunnaki, uh, the guy from the planet uh, Nibiru named Enki, uh, who uh, uh, was said, give up your nuclear uh, arms and the nuclear arms race and, and we will uh, help you. Uh, and he didn't, Ike did not want to give up uh, the uh, nukes because he was afraid these aliens would uh, take over or uh, he just did not uh, think he would be protecting the country to give any, give uh, the nukes to anybody. Just like it turn around and nuke us all. Sasha, and, how, and do you think, so, how do you think this meeting came about? I mean, how did this all, do you uh, have any idea? That oh, happened? yes. Uh, basically, uh, uh, Enki and, uh, and uh, the people uh, from Nibiru that are trying to uh, save us from ourselves so we don't kill, uh, we don't blow ourselves up. They were trying to stop thermonuclear wars on Earth so that, uh, and uh, stop the spread of nuclear weapons into space because this messes up the whole uh, Gallic, galactic trade uh, stuff they have going. So he was back here trying to do that, but Ike was absolutely not uh, trusting uh, that, and uh, he didn't go for the deal. So then uh, he was then approached by a second group. Oh, Janet wants to say something. Yeah, I just want to say that uh, apparently if there's a nuclear explosion on Earth, it affects other planets and, and the, the cosmos. So they wanted to stop, not only because... They wanted to help humanity, but they wanted to prevent any kind of effects of our nuclear holocaust Fallout. in the universe. So the universe, everything is connected. So yeah. apparently we're so wacky that we could blow each other up and, and hurt their planets. That's how, well, that's had, how bad it they is. They had done yes. that before in 2024 B.C., and they uh -huh. saw the total devastation it did over you know a third of the world. And so there was a second meeting with Ike and a group of uh, the Greys that were probably... Uh, these are descendants of artificial intelligence and androids that were developed by Marduk, uh, and uh, and 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 uh, some of their allies, perhaps from another planet, even also in the uh, 
belt okay, of so Orion. Are you saying yeah. that the gray, are you saying that the Greys were at this meeting? Or the, at the second meeting, mm. the Greys with Eisenhower. The, yeah, the Greys okay. approached Eisenhower, but there was more. There's more than one type of Gray. Oh. There's the Greys that are descended from the uh, artificial intelligences that the Anunnaki started making from 450,000 years ago, who have developed their own. Uh, society and have their own intelligence and there's evidently these greys from uh, still another uh, planetary system and uh, so th these are the ones that Eisenhower singly without any advice from anybody else decided to uh, ally himself with and since then we've got a lot of evidence that the greys and the Nordics and the US uh, Admiralty that runs the secret military of the world are, are all cooperating I, I'm wondering, every time we hear about greys, it's always bad. No, it's not always bad. It's just, well, I'm just saying yeah. what we, the general public here, it's usually, you know, people have really bad experiences with these there greys. There are good greys and bad greys. Just, just like, like there's good white people and bad white people. And good witches and bad witches. And good riches and bad witches. Wow. Are you talking about me or witches? But see, I've never, witches. Uh, witches, I've okay. never heard of someone having a nice experience with a grey. Oh, oh, the, oh, overall, um, when you start studying the literature, you'll see that they're concerned with our uh, welfare, that... Uh, uh, the the fellow that was the the logger that was uh, captured in the woods. They, oh, that's uh, in Arizona. Yeah, they were yeah. continually uh, worried about him being okay, and they made sure they put but him in a place where he'd him. be found. Uh, they did not hurt him. Uh, that's the way Hollywood made that movie. That was the Hollywood. That's movie. the Hollywood version of it. Nobody knows the real version yeah, except they're except actually him. redoing the film. He was so upset. And, and now people have come forth, and they're going to do the story as it really happened, well, getting, not how Hollywood okay. twisted it. Okay, now getting back to this Eisenhower meeting, the meeting was at, uh, at, at an, it was, uh, they, this is what they're saying now, it was uh, awesome and terrifying to most of the people present who thought they had met supernatural beings, beings and, the, and that the world had come to an end. In a highly emo emotive letter to a confidant dated April 16, 1954, Gerald Light underlined his fear shock and bewilderment in the following words, quote, I had the distinct feeling that the world had come to an end with a fantastic realism, for I have never seen so many human beings in a state of complete collapse and confusion as they realized their own world had indeed ended with such finality as to beggar description. That's one really of the things, funny. It's even worse now. They thought that was scary. <laughs> one, one of the things is that they had, uh, in, uh, these are physical things they're not magical but these so-called etherean uh, ability these people could cloak or uncloak themselves and they uh, pulled out a box that had a translator where uh, they could psychically uh, understand one another in totally clear language without having to voice things and all kinds of things that seemed like miracles to Ike and his uh, group when they met with the Nordics but it turns out that these are all um, becoming technologically uh, possible. Well, if you you watch ghost stories, they have now what they call a spirit box, and there's you know so many words inside the spirit box. So when you're communicating with someone on the other side, the words will come out. Well, apparently their ability to disappear was based on physics, not magic, and their telepathic ability to communicate using thought is based on the mastery of biophysical science and not on a supernatural ability. So this means that we, we are their descendants. We have the ability to be telepathic 
an ISP. Oh, yeah, I have that. Yeah. I mean, it's and not. I've had contact mm -hmm. with extraterrestrials, which we will cover later. I haven't had and that. And I've had <laughs> telepathic communication. So I think this is a latent ability in all human beings and that we can learn how to do this once again. Well, Sala, well, I'm, I'm, I'm right okay. there with you. Well, Sala, who wrote this, is citing Charles Suggs, whose father, a former Navy commander, Renegade Nation, Navy commander, was present at the meeting and chronicles the proceedings thus like uh, with Ike, among others, met and spoke with two white-haired Nordics that Sasha just mentioned that had pale blue eyes and colorless lips. The spokesman stood a number of feet away from Ike, which is Eisenhower, and would not let him approach any closer. A second Nordic stood on the extended ramp of a biconvex saucer that stood on a uh, tripod landing gear on the landing strip, and these visitors wow. said they came from another solar system, and they posed detailed questions about nuclear testing, exactly what Sasha just talked about. So they had three kinds of extraterrestrials there? There's even more than that. These, oh. that. So this is the first meeting <laughs> with these great big... Them? So this is the original first meeting. Yeah. Yeah. These are great big tall guys. This was, wasn't a planned meeting. They just popped in and they said, that, you know, this is a urgent situation. We're, we would like to save you. You have to have a unitary planetary voice. Give up your nukes and we are going to help you not uh, war, not pollute. And, uh, well, apparently it didn't work. It, it, no, Ike said no deal. No deal. I'm so not Ike gonna, sold us out to the aliens. Well, now. yeah, he's, it, it looks Even that worse. way. But, you know, as the president of the United States, it also, at that joint, uh, looked like perhaps an intelligent decision not to just uh, let the defense of the United States go. I have a question, Sasha. Was this mentioned at any time on the ostrich media back in 1954 when there was only three networks, which was CBS, uh, ABC, and NBC? There was a mass sighting, and it, you can Google this, where it has all the pictures of the White House, White House lawn. Where do you Google it at? Um, just do White House 1954, or 51, I think it was. Okay, we're talking about 1954, so right, what, so what do you Google? For the audience, what do they have to Google to find this? White House, 1954? White House uh, UFO in White the House 50s. UFO. It was something in the 50s. It's a mass well, picture. But this says 1954, so. I know. So this one probably didn't make it. That's what they were saying. Mm -hmm. there, are, there are two histories. There's the one that we know, and there's the one that's real. And, <laughs> but they do have... Uh, they videotaped both landings. These both these incidents were in nineteen. Oh, they have it on film. And they do have it somewhere that where they weren't videotaped. They were filmed. They, they were back filmed. Film. Eight yes. millimeter back. It was eight millimeter back. <laughs> Whatever it was. What uh, the hell's eight millimeter? You're eight, saying? Yeah, you know, right. people don't know that anymore. That's what eight millimeter pornographic films they had. <laughs> what they said that they were they were had tall. They were very tall. They had pale blue eyes and colorless colorless lips. Hmm. And um, like you, Janet. Yeah, see, I am an Anunnaki. See, I can tell. There's mm -hmm. the colorless lips. Yeah, I can I, see it right I, now. There you go. Colorless <laughs> lips. <laughs> She's a midget. She's a midget. <laughs> oh, God. We're okay. going to be in trouble. In, in the second meeting, and, and David Viscott reported this on Los Angeles radio. I remember him distinctly saying uh, Nixon was there and Kissinger was there and uh, Ike was there. And basically, um, that's where... Uh, the grays that were present, and there seemed to be a taller gray, bigger than all the others, uh, a full six-foot tall gray, and uh, to, wow. said, Ike, we're from a, uh, a system that uh, uh, we have to abandon, and we need to see if we can uh, interbreed with uh, your population uh, and, and create viable forms so both of our uh, species can survive. And Ike said, you got a deal, boys. And he didn't so, consult the Congress. Wanna, he didn't wait, consult wait, wait. anybody. 
Okay. I want to take a break, and when, when we come back, there's a lot of information here to so decipher. So you're telling me there are people on this planet that are half grays. Absolutely. There oh, are, yeah. There are hybrids, and, and then this is, sure. this is when the abduction started happening. Oh, and we'll in the 50s. Yeah. When we come back. When we come oh, back. Okay. We're, when we come back, we're going to get into more detail because we have to take a break. Renegade Nation, I know you're going to want to know more about oh, this. this. Is so, great stuff. so stay tuned. In 1954, this stuff was going on, and they didn't tell you about it. And we're I don't like Ike. And we're telling you about it right now. So you're listening to RenegadeTalk.fm in Maui, and we'll be right back. Blunt. Do you like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen, Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. Hey, welcome to RenegadeTalk.fm in Maui. My name is uh, Richie, along with uh, Marla <laughs> and uh, Sasha. Hello. You're listening to Extraterrestrial Contact, the portal to the cosmos. And, of course, his lovely wife, Janet. Aloha, everybody. Aloha, everybody. We're talking about uh, Eichen, Eichenheiser. Uh, Eichenheiser? What's <laughs> that? Eichen. Extraterrestrial contact. We're talking about Dwight D. Eisenhower, the president of the United States that met with the aliens in 1954, Renegade Nation. Listen to this show. To extraterrestrial contact. Yeah. The portal to the cosmos. You got you to gotta pass the show around because this is important stuff. Because today Obama said he would protect us from an alien invasion. So he you, did. Yeah. yeah, he did. <laughs> he, 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 can't gonna, even, yeah. he can't even what? He can't well, even create jobs. I believe everything they tell me. <laughs> and I am protected by him. He's just a big bozo clown running be, around like a... I want to be protected by him. Anyway. Sasha, before you okay, One of the things that our military gen- tends to, uh, when they deal with aliens, to uh, say... Yeah, we'll put. We'll imagine it's a potentially a foe, and at the slightest provocation, we'll shoot it. Now, this is a mistake. If you really look at the literature the way Janet and I have, you'll see that uh, the aliens, especially those allied with Enki, are here to help us and uh, do us right. But Ike, in his meeting as President of the United States, in an era where he was worried about being bombed by the Soviet Union any time, was not about to give. Uh, American nukes to the uh, to Anki and the Nordics who asked him to do so. I have a question. Do and you think that they went to the Russians and talked to them? I think they did. I think they approached everybody, and everybody said no. Uh, 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 no because one was no one was going to give up their nukes. But then, the Greys contacted Ike at uh, Holman Air Force Base in New Mexico at the end of '54, uh, and here and these uh, these were a different uh, set of Greys. Who were from a, were from a, um, a star which had a lot more nitrogen in its atmosphere, and they said they were seeing about creating a breeding a pattern uh, so their species and our species could survive with a hybrid race. Just okay, so so I have a question. So, do you think would you say half the population of the Earth is um, half half alien? We don't know what percentage. What would you say? Are... I mean, I mean, there are a lot of wacko people. Oh, out oh there. I'd say well, first of all, from if you go back to um, 300,000 years ago, we are all... For the last, like, say, 100 years. Well, I mean. that's the first hybridization Okay, process. so the, okay. we think it's something... Uh, probably in the... It's a, a very large amount, like you know, 1 in 40, perhaps, wow. is one figure that uh, Janet actually looked at, uh, of people that are involved in breeding uh, experiments, and there's these hybrid children that start contacting their parents. They want to know their human parents, too. It's happening. These, uh, but anyway, this uh, 
There was yes, a being called room. Krill, and Janet will read you the description of this super gray named Krill. Okay, well, Krill was a tall, nearly six foot tall being, and his head is an oddity. It is very large and possesses two large black eyes that dominate his face. His nose is large, his mouth, ears, and chin disproportionately small. And as he moved forward, he reached into a small box on his chest. He removes something from the box, and with a simple gesture, he begins to communicate with the president's party. So the first Enki, which was the Nordics, they used telepathic communication, and the second ones, the Krill being the gray being, he needed to have a, a, a universal translator. He's called a type B gray. Type B gray. So they had a, the good grays? Hairless, large-nosed, and tall. And this uh, is neither this particular one. Uh, basically made a deal with the military uh, to work together and uh, and their part of the ch uh, and gave over control to the trilateral commission oh yeah the trilateral is, commission we which, all, yeah. uh, which yeah. is uh, and and uh, the, you can see that this the whole <laughs> it's now being used Sasha. for divide and conquer and it's junk Sasha. Your headphones are falling off. Okay, okay, it's cute. Okay, you don't have to laugh, Marla. Okay, calm down, Marla. Now, here's a part of it that I find interesting, too. The Nordics, in fact, proposed an alliance with Earthlings to fight the Greys and promised to help us in spiritual development. Yeah, they said, beware of the Greys. However, they insisted that the alliance with us would only be possible if the U.S. and any other country on Earth got rid of the nuclear weapons, like you just talked about, and other armaments programs. So they wanted us to be peaceful, basically. Yeah, they were concerned with HARP, too, where we uh, send toroid uh, laser beams bounce,ing off the uh, ionosphere, which causes uh, huge environmental damage. Okay, so going back to World War II and World War I, they watched us fight it all out and That's kill right. each other and go crazy. So they and basically took the, uh, the uh, side of the Nazis and uh, showed the, uh, the greys and showed them how to make uh, saucers and all kinds of things. That's yeah, because right. apparently Germany had a lot of advanced technology back in the war. Yeah, That's that right. our, our uh, pilots saw the Foo Fighters. They were called Foo Fighters. The Foo they Fighters, saw yeah, the right. UFOs and they were uh, flabbergasted. So, so all of this information and technology and these meetings with the Nordics and these other alien life forms, and then they come up with, all of a sudden Roswell shows up and there's a crash. And, and Truman, who was before Eisenhower, was talking to them also, and apparently they could make a deal with him. And then all of a sudden, and a lot of people <clears throat> get really excited and they love this movie. It's called The Day the Earth Stood Still. If you haven't seen it, go get it. Because this movie was made in 1950? It was made in 51. 51? Okay. It outlined, uh, they were Basically, they contacted Robert Weiss, and they said, we need to make a movie to test out how people will react to it. Because oh. I was scared to death of that when I saw that movie. Right. And I, I got chills up and down my spine. It was scary. In other places. But it also showed that these were intelligent beings, that there was a part of them that was lovable. If you remember the... Yeah, um, yeah, I remember. The main character mm -hmm. fell in love with him, and um, she went over, and she saved humanity by... Telling Gort, which Gort, is the, the, tall robot, robot. the robot, yeah, go, Klaatu, Gort, Barada, Nikto, yeah. Klaatu, and that was yeah. the magical words where he. See, stopped. I got, I just got chills when you said that. Klaatu, Barada, Nikto. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've seen it <laughs> you once. You uh, Watch it again. It's well, I don't film. have it with and me. And that was disclosure. <laughs> that was that was first. Uh, the first effort to, you know, uh, since Orson Welles, uh, well, when you was in the, what was that, the, the, the 40s? The 40s, Orson Welles, so the late, late 30s. Late it was 30s. the late 30s when the world and was coming to an end. Everybody panicked and went panicked. crazy. 
And as you said earlier, when they saw, when they had this meeting 54, uh, as you read earlier, and I right. don't have it right here, so they, the were, movie, they the, were in awe and panic. So the movie was made in 1951, and they had all this information from the late 40s, maybe in the 40s, that they were visiting us. Because when I watched that movie, and Renegade Nation, you, you got to look at, watch this movie, because it actually shows, I mean, it actually shows, like, they're here. Well, they knew about the ships. That's why they brought them down. See, that's a piece oh, okay. in Roswell in 47. They mm -hmm. knew about the ship. And this is all based around Ro Roswell, based on that movie, almost closely to it, I guess. Oh, the, the, the Roswell crash may even have been a sacrifice where uh, the um, astronauts that were running it uh, were sacrificed to give us some of the technology um, that we... Um, used to advance ourselves technologically. Yeah, because from that we reverse engineered a lot of our technology we have today, including the microchip and stealth bombers and, and all light that stuff, vision, yeah. all yeah. kinds of stuff. See, there's more than one type of uh, gray. The grays were also a part of the androids that were uh, um, ran the space station back in the uh, 2000 years before uh, Christ, and uh, these were allied with Marduk, and so that the, the besides these new grays that are coming, probably also from a, a planet uh, in the uh, same vicinity of the Pleiades, uh, are alive. There's, everything has come together and all these different types of grays and the Nordics and our admiralty that runs the uh, secret world government are all running things now. And Enki and uh, the uh, Anunnaki who care about Earth that are in the service of the um, Federation are trying to save us from war and save uh, and save our species and the uniqueness that we are. Hi, Sasha, the Nordics, it says here, that also offered Earthlings very advanced technology, exactly what uh, uh, Janet was Long saying. Long life, uh, yeah. free uh, energy, uh, all, all kind of goodies. Very advanced technology for the betterment as opposed to the the destruction of mankind, which basically that's what we've been doing. That's right. The Nordics offered to share their superior technology and their spiritual wisdom with Eisenhower if he would agree to eliminate America's nuclear weapons. That's what that's, that's what right. Salas said. He wouldn't do it. And they were afraid we might blow up some of the nuclear technology, and apparently that does something to time and space and impacts on the extraterrestrial races on other planets. Oh, it sure does. There's, wow. there's, there's bases on Calistico and... Uh, uh, there's orbiting oh, yeah, stations. Get out and, 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 Where's that? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's one of, one of the moons of uh, Saturn. Okay. Wow. Yeah, but basically it shows that uh, everything is connected. We think there's space in space, but when you blow up something here, it affects the entire universe. It's not disconnected. Yeah, we should do more research. And Renegade Nation, if you find any research, let us know in 19, in the 50s, early 50s, what the hell was really going on in any of this, uh, other than Roswell, anything else that was going on that we don't know about, that they, this, this kind of like... But what was critical about the second uh, group is that they were amazed at us because we lived in an atmosphere, according to them, that it was, is composed of nitrogen, which is a poisonous gas. So we're breathing... To them, what is poison? So we are poison. So no, no, no. We but we adapted. we survive on poisonous. What we they're adapted doing to it? is they envied our planet. If we cut to the chase, they've been changing our environment. That's what all this toxins and pollution is about. It are is they changing doing it on purpose? our environment to make it more habitable for them? Are they and their doing hybrid children? 
So are they doing this intentionally? Yes, they're taking over. So they're the ones trying and, to kill us we, all. We who cannot take this new atmosphere of dying of cancers. Yeah, can, uh, yeah, do you ever notice that cancer all of a sudden has just went skyrocketing in, from the 50s up until now? Before that, people didn't die of cancer. Right? It, it, it wasn't that bad, was it, Sasha? Do you know of or Have you ever done any research on that? People didn't live very long. The, right, was was right. that cancer? Was that from cancer? Um, cancer was much rare, more rare. rare uh, the, uh, we are polluting ourselves into uh, huge amounts of cancer in the water, in the air, in the food we eat. I don't know about you, but I have friends dying left and right of cancer. You know, they're only living to 50. And look at, uh, what's her name, just died of... Donna Summer, you know. So. Oh, that was from from inhaling the stuff from nine one one. Right. So what yeah. was that well, about? That, 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 that just who, who knows what that's all about? Yeah. But anyway, we knew our government was behind it. Right. Well, oh, yes. Of course. So the, the you know physically, uh, the Nordics look like humans, only they were larger in stature, about seven to eight feet tall, like you, you said before, Sasha. Seven to eight feet tall. They spoke perfect, sweet-sounding English, but with no ac with an accent. Their speech was conveyed rather mentally than verbally, and they were telepathic communications. Solace says, and it's as though you were hearing a person, but they're not speaking. Wow. And n none of this ever got out. We do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you do. I don't. It's called Tantra. Well, these, these, four, called tantra. these four elders uh, uh, um, have been talking, and uh, Michael Sala has uh, interviewed them, and he's written uh, the, these results up. Well, they're probably long gone because they were in their 80s back in the 50s. But they, they left records. They left records saying, I and mean, that might have been why they were chosen also, that they were elders, but they wouldn't live long to really talk about this. But um, Do you think, I have a question, do you think any uh, former presidents going back to, uh, let's say, Jimmy Carter has had any contact with the, uh, with the ETs? Nixon took Jackie Gleason to show him the bodies. He just couldn't contain himself. He was in the loop. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So Nixon took Jackie Gleason to show them extraterrestrial bodies? Yeah, he got, he got off the, the bus. Crash. Yeah. Really? Where, did he, where were they? Where were they? You know, they got moved, I think, to Wright-Patterson. They keep moving them around because the story gets out, and so they, you know, they hide them. But Nixon knew where it was, and he, he just said, hey, i got to show you something. Okay. We heard the first when, when, when uh, Bill Clinton got in the office uh, as president, one of the first things he did, he went to the Joint Chiefs and uh, uh, head and said, "Hey, what, what about this ET stuff? The saucer stuff? I want to know about it." And, and the Joint Chiefs uh, chief said, "Sorry, boss, uh, I'm out of the loop, and so are you." Okay, so who? Okay, so the President of the United States can't find out who's in charge. Who's in charge is the, is the Admiralty. Uh, well, who's the Admiralty? This is the uh, top naval officers. Uh, and the whole secret uh, military government that's running the bases on, on the moon and Mars yeah. and giving us the phony space program while the real space program has been going on for some time. These people know a hell of a lot and they're the ones that are preparing uh, the elite to survive uh, the catastrophe that's uh, uh, almost upon us. Okay, we're going to take a break. A very interesting conversation. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the ability to disappear. Ooh. An ability that's based on pure physics and not magic. Yeah. So we'll look out we, for that. We, yes, saw, we saw that in a television program. Yes, we did. So when we come back. On the History Channel. We're going to be talking about the ability to disappear. You'll listen to Renegade Talk FM in Maui. And we'll be right back. Your freedom's being destroyed. Like free speech. Shut up! And fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up, will you?
Will you shut up? Be right back. Welcome back to Renegade Talk out FM in Maui. It's Extraterrestrial Thursday, Renegade Nation. How are we doing? You're listening to Extraterrestrial Contact, or, the or, portal to the cosmos. Richie, Marla, Sasha, and Janet, your host on Extraterrestrial Thursday, telling you the truth. The truth. The portal to the cosmos. That's right. Extraterrestrial Contact. Just think, one of your presidents was talking to extraterrestrials, and you didn't even know about it. But you're going to find out about it. You're listening it. to Extraterrestrial Contact. The sheeple. The to the cosmos. You sheeple out there, you better listen to this show and pass it around because in 1954, the ETs were here talking to President Dwight D. Eisenhower and before that, Truman. And who knows what else has been the hell going on, right, Sasha? Yes. They hide everything. Sasha wants to talk about some of the immigration where yes. it crosses into the ET. Yeah, well, in the, in the introduction to the uh, show... Uh, the word uh, aliens was used uh, to refer to immigrants, too. And I just uh, remember what the Statue of Liberty said, give me your tired and your poor, your humble masses yearning to be free, the wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Give these the tempest toss to me. I lift my lamp before the golden door. And what I want to say to our Chicano friends is bienvenidos. We want, love your culture. We have much to learn from you and you from us. I hope you're always welcome here. Thank you, Sasha. Nearly two in three Americans, Renegade Nation, think President Barack Obama is better suited than Republican rival Mitt Romney to deal with the alien invasion, according to a survey released on Wednesday. National Geographic Channel contacted 1,114 adults across the United States last month for its fancyful opinion poll ahead of of its new cable television documentary series, Chasing UFOs. Oh, yeah, I've watched that. It didn't come out yet. No, there's there's been previews. There's been previews. While I'm watching the History Channel, you, you went into the future. And I saw it. Yes, I already know. I saw it in the refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. All right. Anyway, Renegade Nation, do you think Obama could protect us from the ETs? I think that what we need is to recognize that the ETs are have friendly designs on us. Most of all, they want us to survive that uh, the cattle mutilations have been to see the level of uh, pollution and that overall and by and large, the ETs have superior technology. Could have wiped us out ages ago. They okay, haven't. They're okay. trying to preserve us. Okay, Sasha, Janet, what do you got to okay. say? Okay, my friend Andrew Bashago has been on the, uh, the jump room to Mars and he claims that Barack Obama was in the jump room to Mars and on Mars, they have the ET U.S. base. So Barack is in the know, and he knows about this. So, so maybe he can. So Abominable knows about this, that from what yes. this gentleman is saying. Abominable right. is right in the middle of this whole thing. And it's, it's amazing about Abominable, Abominable, Abominable. Abominable because he came out of nowhere and made it, made it to the United States presidency, and nobody even knew who he, he was. was it's told, amazing. He was told in front of my friend Andrew Bashago, who was in the Black Projects, the Mars Space and Time, time Travel program called Pegasus. Mm-hmm. He was told that he was going to be president when he was 21 years old. Wow. Yeah, so this is coming out. We will have Andrew on the show. One of yeah, the we need shows. to get this guy on the we show. We need to get him on the show. Yeah, yeah. Janet, I know you'll take care of that because Renegade will. Nation will love to hear from that gentleman. We will. Yes. Andrew, we'd love to have you on here. Yes, we would. If you're listening to us, give us a holler or email us. Call Janet up or Sasha. 
One of the two. Well, he's a good friend of mine. Oh, he's he's going to be at our conference, too. And he's okay, going to be at our go. conference. What conference is that? Stargate to the Cosmos. Now, we need to talk about that, Stargate to the Cosmos. It's, <coughs> it's still on? It's, oh, it's it, it's happening. Man, I get so many presenters that are saying, hey, include me. So okay, we, so, so we it's... Went from, Five days. We're looking at seven days, wow, October 29th to November 4th in Scottsdale, Arizona. And where's it at? At the uh, Fort McDowell Radisson Hotel Resort in mm -hmm. Scottsdale, and how Arizona. And how do people sign up to go there or listen go to it to on the internet? www.stargatetothecosmos.com. Okay, stargatetothecosmos.com. www. Yeah, what? I'm <clears throat> laughing because that's like over Halloween weekend. It's <laughs> a perfect time. To, we're going to have a Halloween, <laughs> Halloween party. party. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah so which, but, which are people and which are from another planet? Yeah, so and we're going to be there. So Richie yeah. and Marla will be there. We'll be oh, yeah. hanging out there broadcasting yeah. live. You yeah. can get on the radio and say hi to thousands and hundreds of thousands of people. Say yeah. hi. Yeah, we do it all the time. This will be a great opportunity for you to interview all these people. We're going to have about 30, 35, 40 speakers that are all in this UFO field, and each of them have a piece of the puzzle. Hmm. And so we're going to pull them in, and I mean, this is up to the you. The astronomy, the archaeology, we have groups for experiencers. Uh -huh. uh, this is your chance to really find out what's going on and to uh, invite further contact. Do you think the Nordics will be there? Well, last time we were there in, in February, funny you asked, uh, I, I didn't see it, but every afterward I was communicating with some of the people I met, and they go, did you see the guy who was about seven foot tall? And he's just like this. They said he was, he was pale, and he came in, and I missed it. I was like, oh, no. They said the guy just came, was in the, the lobby, hung out for about half hour, and then he disappeared, wasn't seen before, and wasn't seen after. So right. we may be getting real extraterrestrial. The thing is, you don't know. The big question is, is Tony Robbins an Anunnaki? Well, he definitely Tony is. Tony Robbins, the, the, the motivational speaker? Yeah. <laughs> That's what they look like. Oh, that, oh like him. Like oh, yeah, he's really real big. Tall, really he's real big. tall, yeah. Yeah, his hand is about six times the size of mine, and he, I come up to his belly button. He, he's wow. just amazing. Yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah, big I, guy. Yeah. Doesn't he could be one of them. Yeah, very smart do, man. Do they, do they know that he's he is one? Does he know well, he's he one? Well, they know. They can. T they have instruments. They can tell the genetic uh, makeup of whoever mm -hmm. they encounter. Yeah, they can track us uh, in space uh, by our own particular DNA string. The smell. Well, they know you have a signature. You have a signature. We all have an individual, unique signature. Mm. So just mm -hmm. like on Star Trek, where they look for certain species, they can identify individuals because our DNA is our tracking number. Okay, so if they want to... Just like UPS. Let me ask you a question. Uh, if they want to read this... <laughs> just like UPS. <laughs> if you, if you want to read this article, you go to Enki Speaks. Yes, EnkiSpeaks.com. Go to EnkiSpeaks.com. It's halfway through. Uh, Sasha, I think you should put it up at the top of the, uh, okay. the website because we're talking about this. Yeah, we will. Okay. And I think people would want to read and listen to the show or both at the same time oh, about man. all of this. What, 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 man? Just, oh, that's okay. It's oh. just a bug. We, we sprayed it. You know, I gotta go. Just a bug. Go get that bastard. Get that bug. Jesus, here she goes. Roach mama. Well, what we have a roach running around in studio blowjob. Oh, oh, here, roll it in the paper. I'll smoke it. One <laughs> <laughs> of the things that they said is that the, the krill, krill was here on Earth because the people had sent them to conduct experiments on human tissue with a you to integrate our genetic material with theirs and create a hybrid race which would be able to survive the increasingly harsh environmental conditions on their planet. But my theory is that was a lie. I think that they have subsequently been 
terraforming our planet to make it more habitable for them. For them. Because they like it here. So apparently they're trying to get rid of us so they can move in. Is that basically what's being said here? It's more like they're trying to make a hybrid race that's partly they and And partly us. Because the women here are so beautiful and that's what they want. They... Is it, would that be uh, suffice to say? They don't cool seem particularly say? lusty. They don't. Really, they're not lusting. Uh, they, they, that uh, doesn't. I mean, they they have sex. Uh, Janet will relate a number of stories uh, mm-hmm. where they 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 have sex with um, our population, but the children uh, seem to love both sets of parents. Mm. There's yeah, been a whole series of uh, presentations where we have documented these children with huge eyes. Way superior intelligence, but unlike the greys, they're passionate and feelingful, and boy, no, their I parents a, can feel yeah, them. I have a question, uh, Sasha. On America's Got Talent last year, there's a st- you know, stupid talent show they have on TV. They had this like a t- eight-year-old or ten-year-old, twelve-year-old girl, okay, mm-hmm. and she was a singer, and um, she was singing opera like she was 60 years old and has been in the opera world for for eons and her, this beautiful voice came out of her and when she talked she talked like a little 12 year old girl you know yeah. i mean but she has this beautiful operatic voice yeah, we have hundreds of cases like like that uh, children uh, that know all of mozart's works right uh, uh, okay. stevenson did all these studies in india this is a function of reincarnation so it's reincarnation it's like, basically yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. but but what is being reincarnated remember our music comes from Toth. From from Ningashida, and the music oh, has does. coded. Oh, from Ningashida. It, it, yeah, yes. it comes. <laughs> and the music has coded within it the mathematics of the whole uh, universe, which will allow us to have free energy and everything else. So the music is a key to the number system, which is the geometry of the uh, entire universe. You, you should look at the works of. Uh, Nasir, it goes into it in great detail. Nasir Harriman? Harriman, yeah. It's just amazing to see that, to see on national television this 12-year-old girl singing opera like she's been in the business for 30, 40 years. Well, and had, she was at one time. Yeah, well, she was before. She was reincarnated. The first thing I said to Marla was, she, that's a reincarnation because there's no way. There is no way that somebody like that could sing like that. And all of a sudden, you know what's funny about it? They never, you never saw her again. She's like... Nothing oh. gone. She didn't yeah, win. You can, I don't, you know, no, she didn't win, but... You, you know, you can uh, say, I would like to uh, access a life that I had, just go into a deep meditative state where I was a master of something and see what you were a master of. That's one interesting thing to do. Another thing is if you already have a skill, like you play the piano or the violin, you can mm-hmm. say, I would like to go into a altered state and visit uh, Yasha Heifetz and... Uh, be instructed uh, in 20 years of, of uh, tutoring with him in the next uh, 20 seconds yes, and I see what happens. <laughs> so do you think the ETs are being reincarnated themselves back to back to us? Uh, yes, I do. I, I, I think that they also have the ability to uh, reincarnate in more than one uh, human being at a time so that there's a, a number of uh, strands that are, are right, running around as, in, as Nimma and as Inanna and as Enki. Well, yeah. if, if you are of three strands, okay. Or double-stranded. Or double-stranded <laughs> helix. I'm like a violin. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to think, you know, how that oh, would each all person, work. Each person has many sub-personalities. That's true. And each one of your sub-personalities, for example, your business person and your uh, model and... Uh, and your little child may all have totally different histories that have come right. together in, in who you are and right now. Mm-hmm. And the other thing, the way a past life regression and, uh, works is that you'll 
everything in the human condition is something that you've experienced and you can go to the Akashic records and uh, experience any life that would be useful to you right now. So that five people that say, I used to be Lincoln, four of them ain't lying. It's just they're, asked, they're just uh, getting in touch with the Lincoln part of themselves. Everything in the universe that ever is and ever was and ever will be is in each of us and we're in everything that is. Okay, so as general wants to say something. Well, yeah, everything's being recorded in the Akashic Records and every person, every soul has access to the Akashic, well, rec Akashic I, Records. I've never heard of the Akashic Records. I have. You, where have like, you been? I don't it's know. like imagine a there's a recorder of everything that's said and everything that's done uh, on every. Okay, so the everywhere. ETs, the extraterrestrials, are kind of involved in. Uh, yeah, the, the 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 special children that are being born uh, will picture a, a room full of uh, monitors, and they'll see whatever they're interested in seeing, uh, in in terms of their past lives in other planets, and and the the Anunnaki also have this skill. But more and more of our children are being born with these incredible abilities. It if you absolutely have one of these is children, incredible when you look at it. Well, Some of the was, stuff being done by, by these children today are just absolutely incredible. That was like a crystal child or an indigo child. They come in with more DNA activated, more skills activated. So, you know, we might all have these abilities, but they have their, their DNA switched on. As for reincarnation, uh, I was listening to an episode the other day about a, a hypnotherapist and Apparently, you know, we are, some of our souls have extraterrestrial origins, and so we can be a hybrid that way, that we're, our, our body is uh, a hybrid being genetically, and also a hybrid soul. We can just be an earth person in an earth body, an um, earth person in a hybrid body, we could be a hybrid soul. In a hybrid body, so there's different. Well, which ways one's the best? So I can choose next time. Well, they are all. It's like the. It's like a menu, and you may, as a soul, experience each and every type of configuration. Probably do before you return home. Yeah, to just source. one. One more thing, I would also like to say about the second meeting of Eisenhower with Krill, the uh, Type uh, B, uh, Gray, is that Krill said he was working with the reptilians. Yeah, I, I'm really interested in these reptilians. Well, that's why it was called the Trilateral Treaty, because it involved three Aha. parties, the Earth, the Reptilians, and the Greys. And what basically, the, the final part of this article is that Ike had committed the entire human race to these Greys who began abducting back in the 50s and taking one out of 40, as uh, Dr. Michael Wolf explained in his last interview before he died. He was in the Black Projects. So he, he committed the entire human race without consulting his own people, the American population, nor any representative of any other government on Earth, not even the equally mighty, mighty Soviet Union. It was worse than the Judas Act. So that's the end of this. So article. basically, yeah, he, really what Eisenhower did is sold out the human race to the extraterrestrials. And basically, it seems like everybody else did too, except maybe for Obamable. Do you think there's some deal going on with Obama? Because it seems to me that the, the world is going crazy. It I seems think there crazy. is something happening. I think yeah. that, the, that the ETs that want us to survive have prevailed, and uh, they, are, uh, they have several times stopped nuclear exchanges that were about to happen. They've taken down command uh, systems for the missiles, which ultimately won't do good, be, uh, the final good, because each little group of soldiers have their own... Um, fire if you get disconnected uh, orders, but we've got to stop the, the nuclear armament and wasting our resources 
on, on, on killing people, and uh, we have plenty for everybody. Okay, Sasha, I, I have a question, and this is coming from the audience. Do you think in our lifetime we will see in front of our faces the extraterrestrials? Absolutely. That, that it's going to actually happen. I mean, we're, I mean, you see, I mean, all over the world, they're seeing UFOs. I that's mean, right. All over the world. It's just now ridiculous to even talk about it anymore because they're all over the world. I mean, yeah. that's right. before it used to be, oh, well, I saw a UFO. Yeah. Now it's not like no big deal. That's right. The government of Italy, the government of, uh, of Mexico... Uh, ha has recognized uh, the ET presence. Even the, one of the uh, uh, Pope's close advisors, has, uh, Balducci, has publicly recognized it. We, uh, the astronomers know that uh, Nibiru and its uh, Lagrange points are passing uh, through the inner solar system. It's unavoidable. The governments are going to have to face the fact that uh, our history, which says that we're pitted against each other, your God against my God, is just made up yeah, it's all stuff made up. to divide it's all, us up. Yeah. We are one species. <clears throat> We've got to why, stop warring. Why is, uh, I mean, why is it that we're doing this to ourselves? It's just amazing that we've, we've been believing this crap. We've been programmed by these people. By, by, by who? By basically those who are in control, who uh, maintain their control. And they want that control they, kept. They, kept. they want to be on the top of the hierarchy, and they want more of everything. Okay, so Greed. How, okay, so how does this relate back to Eisenhower, when Eisenhower had the chance to do a deal with the extraterrestrials? It's, it's pretty mysterious, it to, is mysterious to, to me that it? he... I can understand the first part. He was afraid of giving oh, up our weapons. The second part is I imagine that he uh, made a deal so the America would have precedence over, over the entire world. world, and he made it with these uh, guys. And uh, Do you think I'm, that's crumbling down now? Because it I, seems like we're falling apart here. Uh, falling well, apart and chaos is all part of their plan. They uh, plan for us to uh, uh, have a certain level of depth deaths and their survivors they've been they've planned with okay, uh, ships and underground Jan facilities okay jen has a they uh, always shift the seat of power so it started in pa babylon then uh, went to rome and rome conquered england it became england and it went to the united states and next it will go to we're not sure china but they shift the battle the, the seat of power it's always the same power. and notice it is kind of shifting right now it, it, is, it is shifting you can see it but it's you know there's there's the, the, the seeing eye at the top of the pyramid there's somebody which we think is and this is why we're researching it it's marduk or it's enlil it goes back to the anunnaki there's they never died they never left there's somebody that has been controlling and manipulating humanity for thousands of years now, and they keep shifting. The battles are to keep us from paying attention that we're being controlled. Yeah. How better to keep you slave than, and then you're so busy surviving and fighting, you don't even realize you are well, a slave. Well, you know what's really funny? Yeah. When, you, when you look yeah. at the word trilateral, um, that word was uh, started back in the 50s. Yeah, that was started because that's of a very this expensive. Game. That's an expensive word, trilateral. <laughs> three sides. I mean, three sides, yeah. trilateral. Who's the other side? That was the... The greys, the reptilians, and the... Right, the earthlings, uh, the, the reptilians, the and the greys. That's the, the trilateral commission. So when they say the trilateral commission, that's what they're actually talking about. Most people just think it's a bunch of humans, but really, it's earthlings, reptilians, and the greys. Yeah, that's I right. Want, I want to question... And that's who rules. And Marla, go ahead. Yeah, these reptilians, okay... We, you haven't told us much about them. How do they present themselves? Well, there's a whole, uh, you know, we've been studying this, and they appear to be, and this gets really weird, woo -woo -woo, they are interdimensional beings. And uh, Thoth warned us back in the, laws, uh, in the Emerald Tablets of Thoth 
that that they come in and they take over our leaders uh-huh. because they possess people. Now that might be where the the lore comes about being possessed by demons. Yeah, we talked but, about this after the show last week. Yes. Being possessed by demons is really right. being possessed so by. So what we think is the, the, yeah, the, the, reptilians the reptilians are the demons went underground. Right. One of the passings of Nibiru or the shaping of you know the planets mm-hmm. four billion years. It had a lot of trauma and trauma. So they went under there and when we when the Anunnaki came and they started digging the mines they woke up the reptilians they go oh there's life back on the surface and it's intelligent and it's coming here and then they started to covertly taking over their leaders and the final thing that thoughts said is I got rid of them I sunk Atlantis but be aware that they will come back and take over your leaders so that's what David Icke says so it's really interesting from a psychological point of view that there's a part of every one of us human beings that is receptive to the reptilians and it, it's actually located in our uh, brain stem. It's the part of us that is concerned with having enough, has no emotions, and is, is concerned with hierarchy. And if you don't recognize this part, you drive it into what's called the shadow. You don't know it's there. And it takes you over, especially if you're stimulated by uh, forces that would crush consciousness from the outside. This internal reptile joins the external reptilian energy. And uh, the way to overcome it is to recognize that you have uh, greedy parts and you have hierarchical parts, but you're not going to let them control you because you're a centered person that also has loving parts. Okay, Sasha, uh, Marla has one thing in the way to take I find it very interesting when they did the TV show V. Mm-hmm. The V's were reptilian, yes. but they had um, human skin. And notice on how them. fast that got canceled. Well, it seems like every it's being shown in the movies and television. You know, it's like they're dropping hints everywhere. Okay, yes. we're going to take a break. Renegade Nation, we got to take this break, and we'll be coming back to talk more about 1954, Dwight Eisenhower, the ETs. You're listening to Renegade Talk right here in Maui, and we'll be right back. Hey, this is great, man. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. I'm not entirely sure that I've had enough rum to allow that kind of thing. What are you people? On dope? It's perfect! I won't have to change this at all. Okay, we're back. FM in Maui. We're Reed on Sugarcoat Shit. Richie here along with Marla, Janet, and Sasha. You're listening to Extraterrestrial Contact, the portal to the cosmos. That's exactly right. Tell all your friends all over the world to listen to the show. Get informed. Be educated. Know what's happening. The portal to the cosmos. Extraterrestrial Contact. You're listening to Extraterrestrial Contact, the portal to the cosmos. Don't watch that, Ostrich Media. They're feeding you lies, lies, and more lies. Okay, we're back. Hi, Janet. Hi, Rich. Hi, Sasha. Aloha. We're still here? We're still here? Hi, Marla. I just got... started... Anyway. We don't sugarcoat shit. We tell you the way it is right here at Renegade Talk. If you, if you have any questions, you can email us at renegadetalk.fm. Or I'm sorry, Renegade Talk. Uh, uh, what, what is it? What's Ren- our email? And Renegade at what? Renegade Talk at, at gmail. FM. At gmail.com. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just want to see if you were alert enough. That's all. I've had too much to drink last night. Anyway, so. Yeah, the, you did. Yeah, Janet. Um, so there's a convention coming up in October for. 
Stargate to the Cosmos. Stargate to the Cosmos. Write that down. Stargate, Stargate to, to the, the cosmos. cosmos. And that ends with .com. Yes. Go check that site out. If you want to really get educated about what's going on in your world, you need to go to this conference. And it's going to be held when? October 29th to November 4th okay. at the Fort McDowell Radisson Resort. They so, call it a resort. So you, everybody can gamble, too. Scottsdale. Yeah, there is a gambling thing. Well, you know, we're so busy doing this. Um, yeah, all I mean, there's this entertainment stuff, stuff you can do. We don't even go over there except to get the, you know, food. They have the really food. cheap food, have food there. Food, yeah. Free yeah. booze, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that's where you be at. <laughs> you got you to hold your nose when you go in there because all this smoke. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, that's uh, going to be happening. What dates again? October 29th to November November 4th. So go to the website, uh, Renegade Nation, check it out. If you want to go, and there's going to be how many speakers at the uh, convention? We're probably going to end up with 30 to 40. We're still interviewing because so many people are coming up and saying, I want to be a part of this too. That's why we went from five days to seven days. That's because of this radio station show. And that's, that's because, because of the show here. Rich <laughs> and Marla. And that's because we're going to be there. They want to meet us. They do. Wait they till they do. see me. They, all the ladies are going to fall in love with me when they see me. So bring you Janice and right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially want you to know that uh, one of the greatest philosophers of our day, Neil Freer, is going to be there. And so what's his name? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Neil? Neil Freer, F-R-E-E-R. -E -E and he's the one that wrote Sapiens Arising. And he really shows how from the uh, genetic experiments that we were as disposable mind slaves, how we have evolved... Uh, through the bloodlines that rule the world to this day and are now ready to accept uh, free energy, uh, living forever or for a very, very long time, and to live at peace and not have uh, nukes in war. And, and he, he goes through the evidence meticulously and shows that uh, we and the artificial intelligence that we must uh, construct in order so we don't kill ourselves by our own stupidity is just around the corner is possible in our lifetime. Don't miss Neil Freer, whatever. So Neil will be there for the whole entire convention, or a couple days, or. or well, uh, he's going to be there for about four days. Okay, four days. So Renegade Nation, listen to that. You can look. Where, where can the Renegade Nation find out about him? Read about him. Uh, he's on Stargate to the Cosmos. Oh, you can, okay, We've got a little bit of his bio, and then it'll link through. It'll to link his, to a site. Okay. His website to okay, learn cool. more about him and the other. Every day we're putting up more and more, more speakers. More speakers. So you can go check it out yourself, Renegade Nation. Find out who's going to be there. Make arrangements to go. Contact Jenna. Get the tickets. And go and learn and find out what's really going on. Because this is the start of a new UFO world. And we're going to have daily sessions for experiencers. Don't let people uh, make you think you're crazy if you're an experiencer. We know better. And as an experiencer is a contactee. If you've seen things, we're going to talk about it. We're finding solutions to the world's problems, and we're going to talk about these things so that uh, people feel good about themselves instead of going, oh, my. Experiencing, experiencing isn't just uh, being abducted. It's what you get in your dreams and your visions and your spirit quests. We want it all. Okay, so we got to get out of here. Don't forget, Americans favor Obama to defend against space aliens. Remember, Obama will protect you if they come. And they take you and your babies. Obama, Abominable will be there. Anyway, Renegade Nation, have a great day. Aloha! Hello.